Hello and welcome to the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast with me, Shona Denovan and Emma Story Gordon. Oh, so I was going to say my part. I think okay, you nailed it part apart, from, apart from when I butted in there. That's okay. Um, you just can't let me have the spotlight, bitch, can you? I know. Sorry, I'm a control freak. No, but I like <laughs> it in the news when, when they're like, and news tonight with me, Emma Story Gordon. And she, Shona Denovan. Yes, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. Anyway, how how the hell are you? It's been a week. A lot's happened. A lot hasn't happened. What's your news? I feel exactly like that. Like a lot has happened, but also nothing has happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Although my very exciting news is the Fitness Unfiltered podcast, the sister podcast to this, if you will, or probably the brother podcast, seeing it's with, with the boys. <laughs> We are doing a online conference, which is very exciting. And we've raised, at the moment, £7,500, which is very good. Oh, wow, that's a lot of money. That's that's incredible. Well done. Yeah, I mean, I don't want to jinx it, but I'd really like 10000 I think you can do it. When is it? Friday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Come on, guys. If you're listening, hands in your pockets, get out your phone and donate give Emma money well it's not me it's the starving children in Africa <laughs> or wherever the money that UNICEF takes goes to wait so you haven't done research in the charity that you're raising for what, <laughs> what? you want me do you know what I did do a little bit of research and I just thought given how hard it is for us to deal with coronavirus imagine what's going to happen with countries that don't have as much medical support and i read something about there being three point no 37.5 hospital or icu beds per person in the uk oh no not per person per x amount of people in the uk right and then i was thinking the that's a lot of beds you, you can yeah, no. leave around well, all your right. 37 beds be like oh i've got so many beds <laughs> but the comparison was like 0.3 in mm-hmm. like uganda or something and i was like wow that's not going to be fun yeah so that's kind of why we chose unicef that's a good idea definitely that's a good idea yeah i can i can see why you did that so that's really exciting well done you thank you well i mean it's not me it's me and a large extent mike and dan well done well Well the exciting thing that's happened for me maybe not quite as exciting for as you but i planted courgette seeds two weeks ago and now each of them has four leaves (laughs) oh my god that's quite that's good that's really good so i I literally feel like they're gonna get my courgettes your courgettes courgettes, they're gonna be big big boys they're all gonna have that bde that or bce big courgette energy (laughs) And uh, yeah, so I feel like Mother Nature. I'm like, I have created life with my courgettes. I, last year I planted potatoes with my mum. And when you plant potatoes, you basically plant an actual potato and then it like grows new ones. Mm -hmm. But I swear the potato that we planted was bigger than the ones that came off it. Like (laughs) there was just, I think we got about three potatoes and we had them for christmas dinner <laughs> so you wasted one big potato to get three little ones yeah and a lot of effort and love and care and like time mm-hmm. 
So yeah, I'm sure I'm sure you could like twist that into because one one of your favorite things, well, I think is is to like use non-fitness related examples and then turn them into like a fitness related analogy. That is one of my favorite things. Yeah, it is one, of, and I mean, you always do it, and I love it. I'm like, how is she gonna do that? Oh, she's done it oh, back of the day. The well twist. done. <laughs> she's related growing potatoes to growing muscle. Yes, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, do you want to hear our listener question this week? I've got a listener question this week. How exciting. Yeah. This is becoming a thing. We're actually mm-hmm. getting quite a few now. It's very popular. Okay, let me just get it up from my huge list of listener questions. Oh, let me scrolling <laughs> through. Found it. Okay. Mm-hmm. This is my question. I'm going to leave the person anonymous just in case because I wasn't quite sure if they wanted me to use their name or not. So the question is, do you Mm -hmm. think I'm being catfished? I'm on Tinder and I never meet anyone because of how I look. Not true. She's beautiful. And I go on and off every so often because it gets boring. Also, I never message first. I always wait to see if they will message me. I kept matching this guy who is very good friends with my stepbrother. I've met him before at barbecue, but that was about eight years ago and, and he was really shy. Anyway, we matched for the millionth time just before lockdown I decided to bite the bullet message first totally casual saying hi how are you how have you been that sort of thing at this point I wasn't even sure if I was interested in him but just annoyed that he wasn't messaging me he replied straight away and asked for my number fine we've chatted for about two weeks pretty much every evening fairly flirty but nothing over the top then as we were coming into the third week of lockdown he said are we going to go on a virtual date And I thought it was a pretty good idea. Um, Messaging was getting boring and samesy. And if anyone has ever done online dating, they'll know that chat dries up if you text for too long without meeting. Oh, there's a tip for online daters. So I tried (laughs) to set up a date for FaceTime, uh, but then he went full on ghost mode. I didn't hear from him for about six days. I didn't contact him during that time, but obviously I knew he had read the message. Then he messaged just saying, hey, how's your week? I've been really busy. I've been on long shifts, blah, blah, blah. So I thought, well, this is weird, but maybe he has just been busy. So anyway, she says, I promise I'm trying to shorten this story. <laughs> it <laughs> really? is quite long. Uh, <laughs> one night he asked to see a, th- a photo of me. So I quickly ran up upstairs, did my hair, my brows, full face of makeup, took a photo I obviously asked for one back and guess what? He disappeared for five days. So either my photo disgusted him, but he's seen my Tinder anyway, or he's not really who I think he is. Thoughts? Mm. Okay, so, right. I've got like four or five thoughts on this story. So the first thought came to me from the first sentence and it was when you said... um, when she said, uh, oh, I don't get a lot of dates due to the way I look. And you said, not true. She's beautiful, right? And now I'm going to believe you, Emma, that she is beautiful. I'm going to tell her right now, stop doing that. That is the most annoying and off-putting thing to do to men, to women, to friends, to potential partners. Like, I have this friend who is 10 out of 10 babe, right? It's and whenever I hear it's you yeah but it's not you because you don't do this um you're okay she's another friend that's um just as attractive as emma and if you give her a compliment oh i love i love those leggings 
oh my fat mess shut up go away like that's literally how she'll respond to any compliment and it's just like do you know what I'm not going to pay you a compliment it's really annoying I am sure you're a babe own it stop doubting yourself you're gorgeous okay go away and shut up now my second thing is that she's oh sorry that was uh, I've got a little text Um, the second thing (laughs) Tinder shh don't tell Paul Uh, the second thing is that she is asking if she is being catfished, but she went upstairs, did her hair, brows, makeup. Couldn't she just like take a spontaneous picture like there and then? Okay, okay. Them? I think what a spontaneous picture, five filters, boom. <laughs> Maybe a little dog, dog face, so you know people can really tell what you look like. I no, I think she thinks that she's being catfished, as in the person isn't who they think they are not as in they just took like really nice photos of themselves do you know what i mean right okay okay so she thinks that this person who's she's seen his pictures or her pictures on tinder and she thinks that he's not actually what he says he is the person right, that do, you he says he is. do you know what this has happened Mm-hmm. Twi- like this happens to a lot of guys in the fitness industry because some of my mates have like screenshotted their tinder being like oh emma do you know this guy he's in fitness and it was like uh, this happened last week and it was ryan terry do you know who that is no <laughs> yes <laughs> but it right, wasn't ryan it was no, like it wasn't, right? obviously dan or someone like just made up a name and i was like oh yeah i do know actual ryan <laughs> and that's not him because he has a pregnant wife <laughs> Right, okay. And he's not, like, going to be in Dundee scrolling through Tinder. <laughs> well, she lives down in England anyway. But then also, right, okay. this happened with um, another friend of mine in fitness called Emil. And then also Jamie Alderton. It's very strange. Uh-huh. Because I don't I... get what, like, I don't really understand the mindset of that. Like, oh, just chat to this girl and pretend I'm this person. You'll never ever meet them, obviously, because you're not that person. Mm. Well, I suppose and also it's like... using someone who's like semi-famous. Yeah, I mean Ryan Terry's really famous. He must have millions of followers on Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, <laughs> good idea. I, yeah. I, I mean, I think like of, I think it must be sort of being able to step into life as Ryan for a little bit. Imagine like you can being imagine Ryan what Terry. Yeah, and like have girls talk to you as if you're Ryan Terry, but actually you're your dad in at home sitting in your undies scratching your balls, <laughs> scratching oh. your man boobs. Like you're not you're not actually Ryan Terry, but yeah. Um, do you know what? To to provide this this um person who's written in with a little bit of comfort, let's just say that he's a total catfish and that you should move on, because if you worry that it's you. Then it's just going to make you feel worse, and it's and I'm I'm betting it's definitely not you. Yeah, one I don't think it's you, but even if it was, then you don't want to be with a person like that anyway. No, and two, no. I I actually don't think he is. I think he is who you think he is. Uh huh. As in, it is the the person who's your stepbrother's friend, but mm-hmm. I think he's just a bit weird. Yeah, like, I would it's, it's like hot and cold, isn't it? Because he was like, "Oh yeah, what's your number?" It'd be great to chat. Then chats to you every night for two weeks, mm-hmm. and then it's yeah. just like, "Oh yeah," and he suggested the date 
And then you're mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, that sounds good. When? And he's like, I'm not going to speak to you for six days. Maybe he's plot. maybe he likes the chair, the chess, the chase. Uh huh. Or plot twist, plot twist. It's actually our stepbrother. <laughs> what? Okay. Wait. Yeah. So when when it's your stepbrother, you're not actually related to them by blood. Are you? No, it's your half brother you'd be related to, but stepbrother is like you're not actually related yeah. by blood, so it's like technically legal. So technically maybe like fine. it's technically fine. So, babe, my question is, how do you feel about your stepbrother? Um, are you isolating with him right now? When you're texting this person, is he in the room? Maybe. Okay, that's what I'm going with. I'm going with that it. it's her stepbrother actually messaging her. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like mm-hmm. that every every like question we get, we just come up with the most elaborate plot twist. Right, so he's fancied you since he was five. He's madly <laughs> in love with you. And what he's doing now is creating fake profiles on dating sites in the hope that he will match you. And then chatting to you. Like, yeah. May- I mean, maybe. Can you imagine? Like, that would make your lockdown much more exciting and maybe a lot more stressful if it turned out that a family member was in love with you <laughs> yeah i don't mm, yeah not a great time for that to not, come not out. a great time for incest actually i would say never is a great time for incest anyway yeah, moving I'm on. Gonna, i mean i don't normally say absolutes but i will agree with that <laughs> never talking absolutes i wonder um, what else it could come out in lockdown that would be really bad um do you know what I was thinking about? Right, so there's you probably have one in Dundee as well, um, but we've got one in Glasgow. And it's very famous, and it's called the Sandyford Clinic. Um, have you heard of it? Is that like an STI clinic? Yes, it is. Yeah, um, and everyone who's been a student at in Glasgow has like visited there. And again, we don't talk in absolutes, but I'm going to talk in an absolute. Everyone. <laughs> Yeah, right and I remember being a student you would go and you'd be like oh hi like you'd be waving around <laughs> at like half your class um, oh, that's I was so thinking, bad. like well I don't know if it's still open I can't imagine it is still open but if it was open the people that work there are sit, probably sitting like twiddling their thumbs because no one's got any STIs so it's probably a really good time for STI clinics yeah yeah. Sorry, why were you thinking about this? Um, it, you know, it just came to me. It just came to me like <laughs> like a lightning bolt from heaven. I was like, oh my God, no one's getting chlamydia right now. This is brilliant. Such a great um, effect of lockdown, side effect. Yeah, that there's like, maybe 2020 is the year we eradicate chlamydia. <sighs> Maybe we can only hope. Okay, what um, what other things did we want to discuss today? Um, so another thing that I wanted to tell you, we've discussed this kind of already on the podcast, but um, we watched Paul and I watched this documentary. Like we're we're struggling with Netflix. We've almost completed it, but um, we watched this documentary called Catwalk, and it's uh, about cat shows, like as in crafts for dogs, but for cats, it is absolutely. Yeah, it's absolutely hilarious. I would highly recommend everyone watches it right now. Press pause on the podcast, watch it, and then <laughs> press play. Um, and, uh, and we're Paul back. said at the end, 
Adra, back. What did you think? Let me know. Uh, Paul said something that I was like, "Wow, babe, you're so you're so right." He was like, "Bodybuilding is like a cat show," and I was like, "Oh my god, you're so right." Because the thing with the cat show, right, is it all depends on how your cat is like feeling is has been brushed it is it like depends on so many factors that are like out with of your control because like you what the judges if you're bodybuilding yeah exactly it, it i mean one person judging a cat might be completely different from someone else judging a cat there's a like a really amazing moment where this man's ju- like judging a cat right and he goes um well i'm speechless in my 32 years of judging cats I've never seen anything like it. And the cat, like, you can't see my face because it's a podcast, but the cat's face is less. Oh! <laughs> I mean, I've never seen a cat look like that either, so I oh, probably would be oh. quite speechless. Yeah. So, yeah, bodybuilding and cat shows are kind of similar, aren't they? And I was like, wow, Paul, you're so deep and insightful. And, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> and this is why I'm marrying you. And this is why I'm marrying you. So, yeah, yeah, that well, was my... Um, it's been a busy week for us. <laughs> so I grew some courgettes and I watched a cat documentary and I don't even really like cats. So, there you go. Um, oh, I love and... a cat. But you're a lesbian. That's a bit of a, a lesbian stereotype. Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah, okay, true. That they love love cats. So what is it was you like? Was there any um, lesbian judges? Um, mm, I actually think there was just loads. It was a lot. There was a lot of women, and they were all wearing like t-shirts or jumpers with cats on them. Yeah, is probably that lesbians. Sounds really? about right. Yeah, <laughs> most of my wardrobe is just cats, cat jumpers, cat, jumpers, <laughs> cat t-shirts, cat vests. Okay, question: Would you would you go on a date with someone if their job was a cat judge? Yes, that would be amazing. Would oh, by the way, I forgot to tell you, someone what uh, listened to one of our early podcast episodes, like they they discovered us and then like listened to our back catalogue and oh, listened right, to yes. the episode. Right, okay, to give you a refresher, do you remember there was a um, a deal breaker where I asked you if um, you would would it be a deal breaker if someone fed you a cat milk smoothie oh my god yeah right well someone messaged me saying that they once fed their girlfriend cat milk in their tea to see if she would notice the difference and did she no so That's I don't know. wait. I didn't even know there was such a thing as cat milk. Like, where did she get well, it? Does she mean like milk that you give to cats? Not actually. I milk. think she meant milk to give to cats. I don't think that she right. milked her cat into the mug. Okay, so that's slightly different. I don't think she understood the no the deal no. breaker. I what I actually meant in the deal breaker was that Emma or the girlfriend Emma had been seen had like milked her cat, like using like her little tiny udders. Milk, 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 milk. You can't see what I'm doing, but I'm doing like tiny milking gestures. Lovely. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, I sent you a picture, didn't I? What did it say again? Oh, so I found this um YouTube, not YouTube. I found this page on 
Instagram. That is the word I'm looking for. And it's so interesting. Do you want to hear a few of the facts that I found? I've not fact-checked any of these. I'm just assuming because they are pictures on Instagram, they are true. Yes, please. Let's see it. Let's hear it. What's the okay. page called? It's called Uber Facts. Right? Wow. Yeah, I know. Pretty legit source. Okay. okay, so the first one is an orgasm can burn between 60 and 100 calories. <laughs> Just one orgasm. Yeah, I don't believe that. No, I Do don't. You know what else I, I like... learned from or I heard on um, that, sh- what's it called? The show where they all are in the house dating each other. Uh, Love is Blind or Too Hot to Handle. Right, one of them. Anyway, they had this competition about facts and one of them was like, how long is the average female orgasm? And now I'm going to ruin it because I can't remember exactly how long it was, but it was like, <laughs> it was like over a minute. Really? Yeah, no. and I was like, no. Average. Yeah, because people, there was one that was like five seconds and then like 20 seconds and then it was like 62 seconds or something. And it was 62 seconds. Right, so I I think that what's happened here is that the average isn't really actually reflective of the average. There'll be like 99% of women who are having like a five second orgasm and then there's one woman in like Perth or something that's having an (laughs) orgasm that lasts for three hours and that she's both average. I don't know. But that's so true. And actually that's a very good point that we should all know about research is that averages are averages so you could have like massive outliers which sort of bring your your average up or down which is not Mm. actually so there's difference between yeah average and what could actually be expected Mm -hmm. you need to look at the standard deviation babe okay i didn't know the standard deviation for that thanks uh yeah so i i am really surprised that it's 62 seconds and uh I want to be having one of them. But they also, no. going back to the 60 calories thing, so what would you say, though, if um, you had a client in their check-in and they said, um, oh, <laughs> um, hope you don't mind, on Saturday, um, I just wanked all day, and so I could have um, 25 Kit Kats. <laughs> 60 um, calories. I mean, I'd be like, and impressive. That, that works out. And <laughs> what would you say? And they're like, I've, uh, and I've not lost any weight this week, Emma, but I read a fact on Uber Facts that um, it's 60 calories. So I wanked, wanked 24 times and now I've got carpal tunnel syndrome. First of all, I would say get a vibrator. <laughs> and then I would say that it's probably <laughs> not the case. Um, but it does seem like a lot of calories, doesn't it? It does seem a lot, but maybe it's that woman that's in Perth for three hours. Oh yeah, that could be her. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, um, the next question, because I know you were saying you had a bit of a bad back, so I thought right. this might be an interesting fact for you. Research has found, I'd, I'd quite like to know what research, but research mm-hmm. has found that doggy style is the best sex position for someone with lower back pain. <laughs> so there you go. Wait, 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 right. Can we, can I ask... Does that wait? Am I am I misinterpreting this fact? If you've got lower back pain, then you should actively seek out doggy style, like, like oh, I've got a sore back, this will fix it, <laughs> or or 
you're about to have sex, but you've got a lower back pain, so you can only do doggy style. It's not the first one. I do, so I don't think it's a physio exercise, as in it's not <laughs> probably not going to cure lower back pain. But if you are having sex and you do have lower back pain, potentially doggy style is going to be a better position for you. Right, okay. Yeah, I don't know what study this has been. This is definitely like one of those ones where someone had lower back pain and did doggy style. Oh, that wasn't so bad. I'll upload it to Uber Facts. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? I might put this on PubMed. <laughs> Unfortunately, not open source. Okay. Um, and, and surprisingly, they didn't quote the study on this. They didn't supply oh. reference. I know. I'm shocked. Okay, I think I've got one more. This oh. one's... N- Wait, what are you laughing at? I've just, I've just gone onto the page and I've seen one that I don't think you were about to read out because you would have laughed. The longest human poop ever recorded was 26 <laughs> feet. <laughs> How can it be that long? I'm crying five now, feet. thanks. Like five times the height of someone. <laughs> How is that possible? <laughs> oh, I've got so much so many questions. <laughs> so much to unpack. Literally so much to unpack. <laughs> What, so 24 feet? <laughs> 26 feet! And do you know what's, do you know what's amazing? The, the, the caption of the post just says, impressive. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, it is impressive. Do you know what I think? It might be like a really slim poo. Do you know what I mean? It can't be girthy if it's that long. Also, how the fuck would they measure that? I think this page is just absolutely... Like, it's definitely not legit. It's definitely not legit. Do you know what? I've decided that I've got so many questions that I don't want the answer to any of them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, how do they measure it? Oh, it must have, that must have felt... That must have felt like something else, passing that 26-foot jobby. Oh, hold on. There's also one, and I can't remember it now. That's like the longest P is like I can't remember how long now. <laughs> like three hours of peeing. Right. Very strange. That is that. Well, I mean, I think you've got a medical issue. Oh. Actually, can you imagine like <laughs> deep... <laughs> deep... like you think deep... that's impressive? Well, actually. <laughs> Day one, you do a three-hour pee. Day two, a twenty-six-foot job. Oh, okay. <clears throat> right, let's wow. let's listeners, let's listeners. Let right, okay. Your challenge for next week is to see if anyone <laughs> can do a long joby and <laughs> see see how long I, it is. 
<laughs> See the longest one anyone can achieve um, in one week. So there you go. Um, I'm just these. This page is amazing. I'm definitely following it just purely for the comedy value because I don't think any of these facts really are true. Now that I'm looking um, at more of them, I think that they might not be true. It says, although it's infrequent, some people do die of heart attacks during sex. Nearly all of these people are older married men cheating on their wives with younger women in unfamiliar places. Like, how like, can they know that? Do you know who wrote that fact? That was definitely written by the cheated on wife of... <laughs> The older married man that died of a heart attack. Yeah. 100%. And why is unfamiliar places, like, relevant? He wouldn't have died if he'd done it at home. (laughs) This would have never happened with me. Oh, Oh, okay. This is quite a scary fact, if it's true. Right. Hickeys Mm -hmm. can be deadly. The suction can result in a blood clot, which in at least two cases have travelled to a person's brain and caused a stroke. (laughs) God, sex is quite dangerous. It's really dangerous, but... It's a good thing I'm not having any. Yep. Oh, my goodness. That page is wonderful. I'm definitely following that. Um... Yeah, that I think that a hickey is like the least sexy thing ever, don't you think? I know. I, I don't think like fully grown adults give hickeys. No. Isn't it more like you're a teenager and then you have to hide it and oh no, it's not. And you great. wear it always happens in summer and you like your pal came in with like a big woolly scarf on. <laughs> like what? It's nothing like, to see here. It's fashion. Nothing to see here. Look it up. Some of these are not facts and just, like, common sense. Drinking enough fluids in the morning can help you feel happier, sharper, and more energetic throughout the day. Wow. Right, well, cool. Cool. Cool, cool story, cool. facts. Oh, wait, Jeez. here's a good one. Yeah. Sleeping on your stomach can induce weirder, scarier, and sexier dreams. Oh, yeah, oh. I have I read that one right. and I thought, yeah. Have you tried that? Do you sleep on your stomach? No, no I sleep on my back and snore. So, really not sexy at all. And I also had a dream last night. I had my first... um, Sex dream about me. No, I've already had one of them. Oh, okay. Okay. Um, I had my first wedding anxiety dream. um, And I hadn't hadn't had one of them before because I didn't think I was actually anxious about the wedding. But... um, I had a dream that I was walking down the aisle, then I got to the end of the aisle and it wasn't Paul. It was like another guy, a completely random man. And I was like, where's Paul? And everyone was acting like, what do you mean, where's Paul? Who's Paul? Who are you on about? And and then someone, I think my mum was like, Shona, stop making a fuss, just get on with it. And so I ended up going going through with it, even though I got married to the wrong man. And it was horrible. It was a really scary dream. Oh god, that is quite frightening. Yeah. I not to um fuel your anxiety, but I would hate to get married. Like I would I, I would know. hate to have a wedding where like everyone was looking at me. Mm. Right, so that that is like I love being looked at, I love being the centre of attention. So yeah, that's where we're quite different, isn't it? Yeah. Oh, I just could think of nothing worse. But if I ha- if I was marrying a woman, then maybe she could take 
like that role and I'll just be like oh look how amazing she is and then I'll be like yeah am I and then we can just like I'll just like uh, just go back to the back of the room again oh like, would you we yeah. are did you what are you been watching the new series of Killing Eve Mm-mm. right well she gets married to a woman and she's like really pretty and glam like both of them are but Eve wears a black suit and she, and she looks really sexy do you think you would do that or would you wear absolutely a dress absolutely not no I'm not wearing a suit <laughs> no actually now that I think about it that, that can you imagine life. no <laughs> also I think the only way a girl can get away with wearing a suit is if she's like really stylish and I'm not right oh so yeah. what would you wear would you wear a dress I would wear a dress. Mm-hmm. This is the thing though, right? I think this is quite a big a big deal. So if you were marrying a girl, like normally everyone's like, oh my God, you're such a beautiful bride and like all this. But what if your dress wasn't as nice as theirs or vice versa? Like you totally showed them up with your amazing dress and they're like, I don't know. And then you wouldn't be able to see each other's before because that's bad luck, isn't it? Yeah. See, the thing is, I think you'd have a dynamic already in your relationship wouldn't you so you and you'd have very different maybe you'd have very different styles or maybe you'd have a conversation with your i'd rock rock up in my tracksuit dress (laughs) dress. well that's probably my style like a sporty style dress like athleisure Uh, yes is that a word have you just made that up athleisure no that's definitely a word i haven't Um... made that Fortunately, uh, yeah. So I think, wouldn't you? Would you go shopping for your dresses separately, or would you go shopping together? So many questions, and like, would you have different hen parties? Would you yeah. have your own set of bridesmaids? Mm-hmm. Would you have I a think, best man? I think yes is the answer to all those questions and whatever you wanted. I'm sure there's some married female couples out there that can answer all these questions that if me and Emma If you would Emma like have. to write in with your marriage situation, please. Did you have your share. own hen parties? Did you wear your own dresses? Oh, no, you wouldn't share one dress. Now, that yeah, we just thought we'd, we'd cut down on the cost, actually, and um, <laughs> we'll just share the dress. We'll, both, we'll buy an extra large. We'll both climb in. <laughs> <laughs> we have an arm each. <laughs> yeah, perfect. That would actually be quite cute, wouldn't it? Yeah bit close uh, but you know yeah mm-hmm. I saw this amazing I need to send you a video of it but um when I was doing some research to try and help Paul find an outfit for our wedding I found these like capes for men it's like a, oh it's my like god a, you're gonna make like, him wear a cape no I'm not of course I'm not oh, but, okay. I, but I was joking that he would so it was it's like it's for the more flamboyant groom let's just oh, put okay, it that okay. way and it's kind of like the top half of it is a jacket and the lower half of it is a dress. If you can try and imagine. And it means that you can hold the lower half in your arms and like sweep it round and make like a dramatic entrance or a dramatic exit. So um, I need to send you a video of it because it is just the most wonderful thing ever. That would, <clears throat> that does sound quite amazing actually. Yeah. Uh-huh. So maybe you could wear that, Emma. Yeah. Yeah. And you could get some like Adidas three stripes down each arm. See, so see people who wants to sponsor the wedding. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, so we've got a lot, a lot of, um, a lot of work for our listeners. So, what was the question? We had a lot of uh, questions we... for our listeners. So, tell us about your same-sex wedding. Yeah. Measure the length of your poo. Yeah. I think that's probably enough for next week. Isn't <laughs> I think it? that's quite a lot to get on with, actually. <laughs> uh, the reason we were looking at that is because I sent you one that said something like oh yeah actually serious content that we could talk about <laughs> instead we talked about jobbies right so the jobbies. one that you sent me said let me see if i can find it um have you found it no it said no. It's, oh, here we are right so it said studies have found that one of the most crucial factors in a relationship oh, is how you celebrate your partner's good news Okay, and I feel like yeah. <clears throat> that is very true. Is... Do you agree? Yeah, Do you agree? Ab- absolutely. Especially when you're in a relationship with someone who works in the same industry as you because it can be quite competitive. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? So oh, true. Yeah. yeah. So do you have any examples of this? Do you, did you, have you ever been in a relationship where you discovered that the person wasn't for you based on how they reacted or what tell me I don't think so I've definitely noticed when I like one of the guys I dated at uni I was really competitive with because he was sort of in fitness as well and that was a really bad dynamic because I was like Mm -hmm. half really happy I think when you change your and I think at that time I was just quite young but when you change your mindset to like you're not in competition like you're proud of that person yeah then I guess it all changes but I think this is not just true for partner like your boyfriend girlfriend slash life partner who who should always be like your biggest fan but also your friends even Mm. in the same industry like if if Shona suddenly got I don't know I'm trying to think of something amazing in fitness it I don't know (laughs) I can't think of any sponsored by Nike well, yeah, I'd obviously be buzzing for you for that. But also that's, you're more of an athlete than I am. So I wouldn't be like, oh, I could have been sponsored by Nike. That's not going to happen. Okay. Um, what about uh, I, we get picked up, like the Up Close and Personal Trainer podcast get picked up, get picked, can't speak, gets picked up, but only me. They're like, we yeah, don't they're want like, you. We well. love the podcast, but actually could we just have Shona? And genuinely now I'd be buzzing for you. But I think me eight years ago or something, when I was still at uni, I'd probably be like a little bit jealous and envious. Yeah, I I I definitely would agree with you there. And I think it's because, um, especially with with this, you have to believe in your own brand and and realise that there's so much space for everyone to have, like, success. And I mean, the type of people that train with me are going to be different from the people that train with you because they very much buy you rather than like the burpees that you tell them to do. It's the, the, the person that's motivating them and encouraging them and inspiring them every day. And that's why, remember all the way back when lockdown started and some personal trainers were getting really angry about pure gym offering free content on their Instagram and they were like that's not fair we are personal trainers and you're literally taking our clients away from us and then you said 
if free content is better than what you're offering, then you need to reassess what you're offering. And I was like, ah, oh, amen, sister. I love that. Amen. That <clears throat> amen. I thought you were totally right. Um, yeah. And it's, it's all, it's all good. It's all good. We got to support each other. Yeah, uh, I think yeah. especially with women. So, oh, yeah. a story I do want to talk about before we wrap up is mm-hmm. Dan posted the Fitness Unfiltered event in this group called UKPTs. And it's got, like, it's a really big group. But anyway, all of it was, like, really positive comments. Then this one woman commented saying, do you think it takes away from... um the conference that all the women are fluffing their hair in the photos like do they have to do that and then everyone went who why are you dissing women but i always think it sounds like worse coming from a woman and like dan wrote an amazing response it was basically just like why why does it matter how they look in their photo and and the thing is there were a lot of like topless guys and also guys posing as well it wasn't just like everyone was in a passport photo and then there was one girl like fluffing her hair or pouting or yeah. something yeah it's, I, all of those photos were picked by the people who's who are in the photo so it's mm-hmm. what they you know wanted to represent the, themselves at a conference and actually for fitness for women in fitness they were extremely modest like no one has their abs out no one's flashing their tits no one's got their bum out like it's very much like a professional type photo mm-hmm uh, but it would just like it just kind of annoys me that she would like point out other women, and I just think it's like it's such a other women do it a lot to each other, and I think because they see each other as competition, or mm. and it made me so happy that I'm not in that position anymore. I think it's partly knowing that you're good at what you do, and knowing that yeah. people that you work with are good at what they do, but you're not in competition with each other. No. So I've got a load yeah. of, like, including you, but I've got a load of really good female friends in fitness and we sort of big up each other's work and encourage each other to do things and I don't see that. I mean, you could see that as competition. Mm-hmm. Like, I could see doing a podcast with you as competition. I could be like, well, why am I doing a podcast with Shona when she's also a coach? Doesn't that look mm. like I'm, like, I don't know. But... No- I know what you mean, but I think what you're doing is is wonderful. And I think definitely what you've done for me is that you you lift other people up. And and other I think not only I really recognize that and I'm really grateful for it because you were like, Sean, I'd do a podcast with me and now we're doing them every week and I love it. And lots of people that um like I mean you've been doing your followers a service by bringing me to them. Mm-hmm. Look, look, followers, this is Shona, isn't she wonderful? And they're like, oh my god, yes she is. Thanks for sharing her with me. So like you've lifted me up, put me on a little platform. So thank you. And I mean that you're like people will see that and see that that's a great example of how you should interact with other women in the industry so it's wonderful and like you do lots of things with women you also do lots of things with guys you just collaborate and I think collaborations are wonderful yeah I always think two minds are better than one and you've got so much experience and you're hilarious so it's great that everyone can experience that but I definitely don't see it as as competition in any way and I do think we should be lifting each other up more as women but as anyone in the industry but I think it's especially women can get a bit like bitchy like oh what's she doing and forgetting to sort of concentrate on their own things and Mm. encouraging each other Mm -hmm. 
wonderful. Yeah, but the thing is, like going back to that fluffing the hair thing, mm. if you're mm. not showing off your abs, then I mean, fluffing the hair is a great way to like show off your arms. Like, come oh, on. Yeah. <laughs> it's nothing to do with the hair it's to do with the bicep that's holding up the hair isn't it yeah that's exactly what they were that, going that's for that's probably what I would have responded to I'm like sorry that you're feeling so salty hun but how else am I supposed to show off the guns <laughs> oosh <laughs> oosh, um, oosh you got her there <laughs> I love as well that like when you first came on the podcast there was about I would say four and a half minutes where you were a bit like oh okay um, I'm on a pot, and then you were just like, bam, in the zone, <laughs> like not nervous at all. Yeah, I think like we, I don't know if I was nervous. I was just like I didn't know how it was gonna be and how how we were gonna react with each other because remember, listeners, me and Emma have never actually met in real life. So much chemistry. It's, it's all online. Look, you can't see right now, but I'm looking right into your eyes. Mm, hey. <laughs> you're not though because you're looking into my eyes which aren't like that's looking into my eyes okay this is really boring <laughs> that was actually quite scary right okay let's um let's wrap this up so for next week some same-sex stories would be great and also <laughs> if you want to measure the length of your poo we're not going to stop you okay love you bye love you bye <laughs>